Hello listeners and viewers, welcome back to the YouTuber Spotlight Podcast. This is episode 7 you're currently listening to on the 14th of December 2014. No, 2013, it's the wrong year, I'm a, I'm a year ahead of myself, always get that wrong, never mind. Uh, it's been over, I think it's about a month since I last did the YouTuber Spotlight Podcast, I do apologise if I'm a little bit rusty. Uh, got a special guest for you guys tonight, it's Adventure Game number 8. I've been meaning to get her on the podcast for quite a while now, but due to various reasons we haven't had a chance to record it uh, at the time I wanted to. Uh, we've both been extremely busy and this is the first video and podcast I've uploaded in quite a while. So, hello, Adventure Game fan. How are you? Okay. Hi. Fine. Thanks. It's it's been it's been trying to get you. On, I sent the email to you about a month ago to get you on the podcast. I think it was, but like it's just been we've been delaying it for weeks and weeks and weeks. But we just haven't had a chance to get the thing recorded. But um, now we've actually got a little window where we can record a podcast. Uh, it will be hopefully be a really enjoyable one. Um, so, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what sort of videos do you upload on your channel? Uh, well, for the last um, almost four years now, I've been recording and uploading uh, walkthroughs for various adventure games, uh, most adventure games. Uh, something a little bit different every now and then, did a platformer a few, um, just I'm uh, actually recording one and made one last year, so that's uh, basically what I do. <laughs> doesn't sound that interesting, but... Um, yeah, people who like uh, adventure games hopefully can find something that they like on my channel. So I like playing uh, both older and newer games. Um, just everything that I find interesting and that my um, viewers um, hopefully will find interesting as well. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you are a fan of adventure games, folks, there is a lot to see. She's uploaded over a thousand videos, which is extremely impressive. Uh, practically from every developer under the sun. Uh, ranging from early 90s games by LucasArts to recent gems. Uh, there's all sorts on the channel to look through uh, on, in, in the adventure. I'm surprised there's that many games in the genre, to be fair. And uh, you claim the adventure genre is not dead. Uh, that's yeah. your slogan on the, on the top of the channel. I can see you got a picture of the Chuck at the top there. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, so what would you... S oh, 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 excuse me, I'm just slurring myself. Out of the all the games that you've played, is there a particular series that really stands out in the genre that you enjoy the most? Oh, obviously, it's Monkey Island. <laughs> well, Monkey, Monkey Island Three, Island. yeah, Monkey Island Three was the first game that I ever played. Well, first adventure game. Uh, definitely wasn't the first game I ever played. I'm um, much older than not much, but a bit older <laughs> um, than 1997. So. Um, just a game that I played with a friend uh, back when it came out, and I had so much fun with that game, and I've been in love with uh, LucasArts Arts games ever since. Um, Green Fandango came out a few months later in 1998, and I also played it and absolutely loved it. Um, so definitely LucasArts games, and especially Monkey Island 3, which is by far my favorite invention game. It's funny, it um, has great soundtrack, um, memorable characters, of course I love Guybrush and just remembering how I played it with a friend back in the days, it's um, just an amazing uh, memory and was so much fun, you know, sharing the, the great moments with someone that I uh, used to get along with uh, very well. 
So, so the Curse of Monkey Island is the third in the series. That's an interesting yeah. choice because if you ask, um, I'm I'm not as big as fan as adventure games as you are. I have played quite a few of the LucasArts games, but if a lot of people I tend to ask uh, when it comes to Monkey Island, they tend to prefer the first or the second ones, the earlier 16-bit yeah. uh, ones, um, which is interesting. You, you prefer the, the the two. You prefer the animated drawing uh, artwork compared to the sprite work or is it just because that was the first one you played um, oh well yeah uh, when the first game came out I was um, a few months old so um, you know I didn't really get into the adventure genre until I played Monkey Island 3 so um, I did play Monkey Island 2 with Chuck's Revenge uh, a few years later but it's just not that it's not your first game and I don't have a very good explanation why I don't like uh, Monkey Island 2 or Monkey Island 1 as much as I like uh, Monkey Island 3 except for the sentimental reasons, nothing really. Just just because it's a part of the series. Yeah, Monkey. I tried to do uh, a Let's Play Monkey Island 3 a while ago, but like, for some reason I just couldn't get the thing to record properly. Uh, maybe I've just got to change the software I'm using. Curse of Monkey Island 3 is is a fantastic game. It's um, it's different compared to the previous two because I think I get I guess it's because you don't like the early ones so much because I guess would you is it fair to say that the early two are more difficult than number three? Uh, well, um, it's not that I don't like them as much. I really do like them uh, a lot. Um, it's just that Monkey Island 3 as the first game that I play just stands out. Um, because it's the first game that I ever played. I love yes. Monkey Island 2 just almost as much as Monkey Island 3. Uh, Monkey Island 1, I don't know, it's maybe a bit shorter and I just didn't enjoy playing it as much, but uh, the second game was also amazing. Um, and yeah, it, it is um, pretty difficult and I remember that I played on the um, light difficulty that um i can't remember anymore um yeah it's been a, i haven't got, it's been a while since i've last played the earlier two uh yeah number three number three is a really good game. what was your favorite part of number three my, my thing the, the bit that stands out for me is like the dueling banjos instead of like using pistols you gotta uh, <laughs> yeah. there's the, there's the, the you gotta beat um edward van helgen snuggle cakes as his name yeah. is uh, with, <laughs> yeah. with, with your banjos and you got to you got to remember what plings he plucked, strings he plucked. Um, that was that's a really memorable bit for me. Um, I really like the beginning of the game. Uh, you know when Guybrush uh, proposes to Elaine and he gives her the cursed ring. <laughs> I just love oh, that yeah. part of the game. And she I could watch cutscenes. Yeah, <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> I just love that part of the game. But um, I always loved as a kid how Guybrush put stuff in his pants. <laughs> you know. Uh, like when he picks some, yeah. when he picks something really big and just you know like puts it down his pants. <laughs> I love that. Um, just just stuff, stuff like that. When I was a kid, I couldn't understand everything, being um, not being a native speaker, of course. But uh, my friend, who was a bit older, would translate some of the funnier um, dialogues, and you know it just. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. So. So at the time when you first played the game, you d you weren't able to speak English fluently as you were now. You had someone to translate the funny jokes for you while you were playing it. Well, I was um, seven or seven or eight uh, years old when it came out, um, and the friend was about twelve. She's a few years older than me, so 
um, she knew, well, not she wasn't fluent either, but um, she could translate some of the funnier jokes and it was still um, hilarious just looking at Guybrush. It was enough <laughs> for me. And I guess that's probably one of the reasons why I didn't like Monkey Island 1 2 as much um, when I was 9 or 10 years old when I played them after Monkey Island 3. Uh, because, um, you know, the graphics aren't as, uh, well, they're much older and Garbage himself is not, doesn't appear to, just doesn't look as, as funny, you know, like putting stuff down his pants, like I said a few times. Yeah, and and the early ones didn't have voice acting either, did they? until they remastered them recently, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, they re-released yeah. them with um, updated graphics on the PC and Xbox and PlayStation. Um, so yeah, what about the voice acting? Do, do you enjoy the voice acting? Uh, was that part of the humor as well? Did you enjoy it, or was it more like the visual humor that you enjoyed? Well, I did like um, just yeah, I did like. I, I remember yeah, um, um, Guybrush as a whole. I I love the guy. <laughs> what can I say? I'm Guybrush Three Pudding, Mighty Pirate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought you were a flooring inspector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's one of the famous lines out of the game, it, one of the early games anyway. It's, it's, it's just like the, the, the Monkey Island is a fantastic series. Uh, did you play the fourth one, by the way? The, it's the, the 3D one? Did you play uh, that Yes, one? yes I did. Um, I played it when it came out and um, I did like it, but um, not as much. Um, I don't know, um, I didn't like the, the changes they made. Saying that it, it is uh, very interesting how much uh, fans love Green Fandango, which is um, a very similar game when, when it comes to uh, those aspects. You know, it's also a 3D game. And uh, Monkey 4 always gets, uh, you know, like, why did they do it? Um, you know, why did they change the something that was working? Uh, you know. Um, um, for, yeah, I, I get what you mean. I guess... Uh, Monkey Island 4, even though it was in the same style of Grim Fandango, it was because originally it wasn't designed to be a 3D game, I suppose. Uh, whereas Grim Fandango was designed to be a 3D game to begin with. And um, I, I, I never played Grim Fandango, unfortunately. I, I watched, oh, I watched a load of Let's Plays of it, but <laughs> it's uh, I, is it available on Steam? I'm not sure. Uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't think know. it is. I, don't know. I um, had it for forever, so mm. um, haven't checked. I'm going to have to probably go on eBay and get like a copy off eBay or download it somewhere. Um, but uh, uh, it's a, it, yeah, Monkey Island 4 for me, I guess, I didn't like it so much because the controls are really awkward. Um, yeah, they are. I, 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 had, um, I had to program like a, uh, a controller when we had, had it years ago because I just couldn't get used to the keyboard and, uh, keyboard and mouse controls. It seemed awkward to me. Um, it's not like the puzzles weren't funny and the humour wasn't funny and stuff. It was funny, but it's it sort of ruined the experience and like you had to like fight through it compared to the the previous games. I guess I'm not sure, uh, but it seems to be like that was the it's the one in the series that not many people like. Um, it's uh, number four. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and uh, what what about the uh, even more recent uh, games in the Monkey Island series? Have you played the Tales of Monkey Island series uh, by T Telltale, I believe? Yeah, I played when it came out, and um, it's funny, but when I installed the game, when I started playing, I was like, just, um, that's not the LucasArts uh, Monkey Island games, and I basically just stopped playing. Um, it's weird, and I know that people will hate me for, <laughs> for saying that, but I, I just couldn't play uh, the new Monkey Island games. 
Hmm. Yeah, I, I have heard that. Like, I, I guess I suppose the trying, uh, the, the visual look doesn't look as good, and I guess the humour wasn't as funny. But again, I really can't say because I haven't played them myself. Um, uh, the last one, I, the last one I played was number four years and years ago. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just, um, it, I, I guess, like because LucasArts, of course, they don't exist anymore. They've been. Um, made defunct very recently in yeah. fact when disney took them over and not the brand name doesn't exist anymore which is a real shame and um because a lot of talented people work there with tim schaefer and dave grossman and all the other funny guys that are still in the industry but they're in different companies now i believe but um yeah um they were sort of i guess uh do you what about the sierra um point and click games did you play any of those like king's quest and the like I only played a few, and I guess as a kid I had um, Larry Suit Larry, Larry, yeah, and I didn't like it very much. I don't know, it was just uh, weird at the time, and um, and also um, it, it's weird because uh, when I was a kid I just couldn't uh, go out and buy any game that I wanted. It was, you know, like situation over here, it was... Um, difficult to find games they weren't uh, available and even when you could buy games um, most of the times they were just pirated copies that someone um, gave you and so I, I didn't have any uh, manuals um, and it's really impossible to play them without um, any help and they have the, the protection then uh, you even can't finish the game if you don't have a, a manual so um, I just couldn't play them as a kid. Um, I had a few, I just couldn't get very far. You know, there wasn't any walkthroughs available online or anything. I didn't have the manual, so I started playing them. I got stuck and I just got um, pretty much uh, bored. And um, so I was never really a huge Sierra fan. Um, I'm trying to, like, um, I would like to, to give them another try, definitely. Maybe you'll enjoy them more now that you've got a greater understanding of like the humour and the joke, especially if because you, your grasp of English is a lot better than it would have been all those years ago. Maybe if you play them again now, maybe you'll appreciate them more. I guess uh, oh, that's just a theory. I'm not. I'm sure, sure that I, I would, um, and I'm probably start with King's Quest or Police Quest and. Maybe even make a walkthrough eventually. Um, it would be nice to to play some other classic games, and I'm looking forward to to checking more of them out. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, and I, I guess there's another problem. Like, uh, not all of them are not all of these old games are available on uh, places like Steam, where you can just yeah, download them yeah. on a whim. And I, I suppose a lot of the games that you've played on your channel, you've still got the original disc somewhere or floppy yeah, disk still yeah, available. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, I would have thought not. I, I certainly don't have access to a lot of the games that you've played. Um, I, I unfortunately have lost my copy of Monkey Island three years ago. I've had to uh, re-download a copy off, uh, off 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 a torrent site, unfortunately, because I can't find the original disc. And getting the original is quite expensive now. Um, that's just one of the many problems uh, that you know when it comes to these classic adventure games, I suppose. But which is a real shame because it is a genre yeah. that it's compared to a lot of other things. Um, it's it, it's a sort of genre that makes you think instead of just like you know shooting at people and blowing stuff up all the time. Is is that another reason why that you enjoy adventure games more than any other genre? Is it because it makes you think? Um, 
quietly, but I'm I like a good story in a game. Um, that's the main reason why I like like, uh, like um, adventure games. Um, I like um, funny dialogues. I like um, good soundtracks. Something nice and catchy. And a lot of these adventure games, at least my favorite ones, have um, great soundtracks and very interesting story and likable. Uh, characters and that's uh, what I really like ad about uh, adventure games and of course the puzzles um, it's just um, something that you feel after you complete a really hard puzzle it's you know like you feel just so proud of yourself in a way and that's really a nice feeling yeah w like, w that you've accomplished something when you've actually uh, yeah. played through a game without cheating have you ever actually used a war have you is there ever a situation where you've actually gotten stuck in a game and like you found like yourself I need a walkthrough to get through it or you actually never pl used a walkthrough in any of your games like to like um, look on the internet for answers well that's something that I'm uh, relatively frequently asked uh, do I use a walkthrough and um, yes <laughs> I do um, it, it really depends on the game itself um, there are certain games that uh, I just um, want to complete, but I'm not enjoying them very much. Uh, I still would like to see the ending, and uh, I wouldn't like to complete a game. I'm stuck on a puzzle, and I'm not enjoying it very much. Um, I'll definitely um, turn to a walkthrough, and um, if I'm really enjoying the game, uh, I probably will try um, maybe the next day because sometimes um, you think it's impossible to solve something and you just have to take a break and then you come in back a few to hours then, yeah, yeah in a few hours you might just um, just have a great idea and it um, works so um, like I said and that's um, really something great about adventure games when you saw a puzzle that's um, rather hard um, and also it, that it makes you think and not just you know uh, brainlessly go around and like you said shooting people or, or anything it just um, just a different experience um, that I personally enjoy very much um, <clears throat> and um, there are certain puzzles that are just illogical. Unfortunately, not all adventure games are uh, classics. And in that case, um, yes, I will definitely. Once uh, I um, really can't think of anything else, um, I'll definitely um, see if I can find a walkthrough. Yeah. So do you actually play... Th like, what makes you decide I'm going to do a recording, a let's play of... A of a, an adventure game, do you actually have to like the game to a degree or do you record every single game that you play in the adventure genre? Um, these days I usually just play uh, games that were requested by uh, the viewers. Oh, okay. um, yeah, uh, unless I really dislike the game or it doesn't work on my PC and I give my best to really um, at least um, try to record every game that was um, requested. Of course I can't uh, find a copy of all of these games and some of them don't work or I just can't record them but um, if everything works out fine then um, yeah I'll try to fulfill every request.
Yeah. And also some games that are um, relatively new and that I think that might be interesting. Um, and also, um, like if I started doing a series like Mystery Case Files or Dracula games, I'll definitely play the new game when it comes out. Um, so uh, something that I get asked uh, all the time is like, will you play the new Sherlock Holmes games? Will you play the new Mystery Case Files games? And um, yes, um, hopefully. Every game um, that comes out um, as a part of a series that I already started doing, um, I'll definitely um, try to record it. Mm. Interesting. So it's a mixture of requests and games that you find interesting. Yeah, yeah. Cool stuff. Uh, so yeah, you as as I've said, you've done a massive amount of adventure games. There's there's an awful lot to count on here. You've done several series, and like it, I, I just, it takes dedication to record that many. Um, was there any 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 instance where you're recording a let's play and you thought, oh, I'll just I really don't want to do any more of this let's play? Do you what's your strategy for dealing with that? Like if you've got a massive game to record do you like do them all in one go or do you spread them um, over a number of days to complete it them? it really depends on how much free time i have at the moment um there are cases that i'm just um 
really interested in the game I'm playing, I have a lot of free time, so it can happen that I record everything in one single, uh, one single day, um, just um, spend hours and hours of just playing the game. And because I make walkthroughs, I have to play a game and then play through it again and record it. Um, so I have to play through a game twice, um, which means that it does take a bit more time than recording a, a blind uh, playthrough. Um, I usually uh, just start um, recording and probably make one or two videos and then um, in a day or two when I have time another video or two videos um, I usually upload one video every day so that's that's fine you know I just record two videos then um, have something to upload uh, the next day and then um, record a few more and um, if I really don't like the game and I already started uploading it, um, I um, never want to um, put a project on hold or um, cancel it altogether. Um, those are the times when I just uh, follow another walkthrough myself. So I just um, rush through the game by uh, reading a walkthrough and uh, then recording it. Um, then just record it. Um, by you know reading the, the notes and the, the walkthrough I printed and just uh, followed the walkthrough. But those are just really rare occasions when the game seemed like something I could um, enjoy and then just um, for this or that reason um, I start feeling like I no longer um, have the desire to play the game and it seems more like a chore than um, uh, uh, something enjoyable and just try to finish it as quickly as possible, yeah. So I then totally follow a <laughs> walkthrough and um, uh, the, the good thing about uh, recording silent walkthroughs, people like to call them without commentary, is that um, people cannot um, hear your thoughts and um, emotions so they don't know if I'm actually enjoying the game or not so I don't have to pretend <laughs> that I'm enjoying it or um, I don't have to you know, you know what you can just say here's my here's my let's play uh, I'm, uh, yeah you people because like you're not actually saying anything you can just yeah, actually yeah. listen to and watch and the gameplay yeah exactly and people yeah, might yeah. enjoy it there, there are certain games that are interesting when you watch them they have a really nice storyline and everything but um, I just personally end up not enjoying um, the whole experience um, and it's a shame it doesn't happen that often but I don't want to I never want to um, cancel a project that's not an option for me yes yeah that, but yeah I've done that several times where I've tried to do a complete a let's play oh I'm going to record a let's play of Mass Effect oh it's 40 hours long oh, no. <laughs> yeah and then you get you, I got I think when I last tried to attempt Mass Effect I think I got about 10 hours in while I was doing the voiceover recording and for whatever reason uh, even though I completed it several times beforehand without recording it I just I did not want to continue it I, I'd, for whatever reason I just discontinued it and stopped it but you shouldn't do that really because um, it's it even if even if a project isn't going very well on the internet, you should at least try and get it finished to say it at least it's complete. It's not incomplete. There's like there's parts missing or what have you. 
like a lot of my Let's Plays at the moment, um, I've, I've completed some of them, but I've still got a couple of outstanding ones. I still haven't done the Theme Hospital one yet, but then that, that's because I haven't had time. I plan to finish it, uh, but uh, and I've got, um, what was the other one I'm working on? Uh, XCOM Let's Play. I've still got to do that one and finish that off, but I'm on part 49 of that one. It takes so it certainly takes discipline. You've got to be, even if you don't like a game, you've got to be, you know, you've got to like see the finish and actually get to it, and uh, which is impressive. I, I commend you for that for do and doing so many as well, different series um, from different developers and stuff like that, which is pretty crazy. Um, do you ever intend to do a voiced uh, let's play, or there are co are there complications with doing that? Uh, no. Um I'm really uh, very shy when it comes to recording my own voice. Um, that's why I sounded so nervous at the beginning. Hopefully I'm um, a bit more fluent now. Um, I hate hearing my voice. I don't like it. And I'm afraid that uh, at least my uh, viewers would just um, tell me to shut up and play the game like I normally do. Um, I may be... I don't know. I, I I think you'd be really good at it. It'll be int I think especially it's really. I think it would be really interesting, especially for me. Um, just to interrupt you for a second. I I I, I watch uh, somebody called Metal Canyon. I call he's not his English. He, excuse me. His his first language isn't English, yet he chooses to do um, let's plays in English in in in, in like a foreign accent, and it ma it makes it's got an interesting twist to it. Uh, it, it'll be really interesting for the English English speaking audience for somebody who doesn't speak English natively to talk about these games that are really popular in the rest. But that's that's just my personal opinion. I think you'd you'd be really good at it, which is a shame. But um, carry on. It's not the uh, language itself that's preventing me from uh, recording my own commentary. Um, I, hopefully, I will get um, <laughs> more um, well fluent as I. Um, record more and more um, Let's Plays to say that's really not a um, issue for me. It's just the issue of being nervous and not not knowing the language is not a problem for me. Um, what really bothers me is that I really don't uh, like just the sound of my voice. It doesn't matter if I'm speaking in English or my native language. I, I just hate hearing it. Um, it sounds fine in my head, but I hear a recording of my voice, it just sounds uh, so awful and I don't know, and maybe, and that's just a thought, um, maybe at one point I could record uh, something like a blind let's play, uh, like my first impressions, and then record a normal walkthrough after it. So I have to play through a game once in any case, so it wouldn't take that much time. You know, just just a bit more to edit the videos and upload them, but um, I guess I don't have the confidence to do it. That's the uh, main main problem that I'm. I'd I'd love to with. see you try it though, just at least once, just to. Uh, it, it it's not so. Mu I don't think the problem is not so much listening or hating your own voice. It's more to do. I guess with with like being judged, I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. That's yeah. that's the big. That's probably the biggest hurdle. Yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from. Exactly. Yes. Maybe um, it would be fun to record a let's play with uh, someone else or some other YouTubers, um, like a co-commentary. That could be fun, but um, I'm just still struggling with with the whole idea of uh, someone on the internet listening to me and um, you know, like you said, judging. 
I would. I, if you if you want me to do one with you, I'd be more than happy to do one. That'll be an interesting one to do. Even a game that you've done already, I'd love to do that. Well, if you want, if you, maybe. Well, that's just if you're interested. Maybe. <laughs> at, at some point, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, that that'll be awesome. Um, uh, it's it, yeah, it's the YouTube thing. Um, that goes into the next thing I wanted to talk about. Like, do, have you had any problems with, I suppose, people criticizing the the way that you play? Uh, the adventure games because adventure the adventure genre's got like a small but dedicated group of fans and I'll, um do you, how do you play your let's plays do you actually try and do a hundred percent completion or do you just do like the main storyline forget or sidestep some of the puzzles if you know what I mean uh, yeah um in most cases at least uh, my newer walkthroughs I try to uh, discover every secret if there are any and um just uh, complete um, the game and the side quests or anything that's um, available. Um, and some of my older walkthroughs are not 100% uh, complete, so I'm missing, I didn't find a morphing object in my, some of my um, older um, Mythic file games. And in, an, I don't know, um, I guess I'm a, just a perfectionist and um, I'm overly critical of myself and I just feel so bad when I bad when I miss something that's why I always try to uh, record a hundred percent completion all puzzles perfectly solved you know not not wasting any time um, and yeah um, and people are mostly fun with with the way I play and um, I do listen to and appreciate uh, feedback from the viewers when I was just starting out my videos were quite awful and I'm not talking about the videos on this channel, I'm talking about my uh, previous channel. My first walkthrough was um, really, it was awful. Uh, it was more like a speed run, bad quality, uh, bad visual quality. It was awful. And, um, you know, people... Everybody's got to start somewhere. Yeah, though. yeah. Um... And, and the viewers, um, some of them really were really nice, uh, said, you know, thank you, it was helpful. However, it would be nice if you, you know, this and that. Played a bit slower. Um, if you hadn't skipped that cutscene, and you know, um, and I listen to the feedback, and now I try to uh, make uh, videos that are um, taking all of that into account, um, not just um, something that I would like to see myself. Because um, when I when I uh, just started making uh, my my very first walkthrough. I really hadn't watched many, many videos before I, I uh, started making one myself. And I pretty much just played uh, how I would like to watch, um, you know. Um, and people complained, and I listened to their complaints, and, um, and I think that that's a very important uh, aspect of um, anyone just starting out, you have to listen to both the, the positive and the, the negative comments you get. And try and like funnel out the ones that are just like criticizing you for the sake yeah, of criticizing yeah, just being you. Mean. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because some of them were really helpful, yeah. So what, what sort of like, uh, so if, if for example somebody wanted to start recording let's plays of their own what sort of advice would you give to people what's the most important thing would you consider to make a good adventure game let's play is it the 
speed of which you play the game? Is it like the way you narrate a game? If you are doing a voiceover, yeah. or is it what's the most important thing? Would you say that makes a good walkthrough? Uh, well, if you want to make a walkthrough, you can't uh, skip any of the puzzles. Um, you have to know what you're doing. Uh, you can't just um, hesitate and um, just stand there doing nothing. Um, no, just, just trying to remember what to do next. That's unacceptable if you're recording a walkthrough. If you're making a let's play on the other hand, you have to be a good narrator. And if you don't know exactly what you're doing, you have to make it entertaining. So. If you're like me, thinking about doing a uh, walkthrough without commentary, uh, you really have to know what you're doing. So um, you have to play through a game at, at least once. Um, I usually uh, try to solve some of the harder puzzles a few times, not just once. Um, take notes while you're playing um, so that once you do reach that uh, point in a game uh, where you might um, not be able to just solve the puzzles uh, puzzle without uh, any help. You have your no notes in front of you, and um, that makes it a lot easier to um, just um, you know j just just don't waste any time. That's the most important advice I would have to someone uh, making a walkthrough. And if you uh, forget what to do next, uh, just stop recording. You know. Um, check what you have to do, then start recording again. Um, the worst thing in a silent, you know, playthrough without commentary, just if you're just um, standing or walking uh, between areas and um, not knowing what to do next, that's that's really boring. If you're yeah, if you're yeah. uh, making a let's play, you have to be um, ju just say something that will entertain the audience while you are uh, trying to figure out what to do next. That, that would be my advice. I, I can say that my re very experience, of course, um, I only watch Let's Plays. I, of course, I don't uh, have anything against Let's Plays. I do enjoy watching them myself and um, I do so almost every day. Um, so. Um, but you prefer to watch Let's Plays and actually record them. You prefer to do walkthroughs. Yeah, yeah, walkthroughs, that's my channel. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's like pros and cons to both yeah. way. Which that like, for example, if uh, the, the the advantage of like just doing walkthroughs is you can you can cut out the bits that don't work. You can just make it into a seamless video that's like shows everybody all the puzzles and all the characters and what have you. But the downside is um, if you do it like in a silent way. If, if, if you don't do a, any sort of commentary like in a let's play, as you've said before, you don't know what the, the, the person is thinking. Do they enjoy the game? What do they think of this particular puzzle? As you said again, is this puzzle a logical? Yeah. Um, you, can't, you don't know any insights of what the person is thinking. So even if a game is like really bad and like you're playing through a game like is really bad, for example, I don't know which game that you probably, I'll ask you in a moment, like which game you didn't really enjoy to record. Um, you you don't know what the person is thinking. That that's the main thing. And like you you don't know if this puzzle is interesting or this game is interesting or any any particular insight because it's a silent it's a silent walkthrough. Yeah. But yeah, of course, like the YouTube as vast as it is, you've so many people do different kinds of and different types of walkthroughs and let's plays. I think um, it's just I guess I, I suppose I, I tend to prefer. 
listening to somebody, like talking about a game. But walkthroughs are really useful in their own way because, like, especially if you want to like get footage for like a podcast, for example, the silent ones are perfect because you can just get the footage and then put them into your video. So there, there's 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 pros and cons to both, I suppose. But is there a bit? Yeah. Uh, what I want to say so, is like my uh, real goal with these uh, walkthroughs and why I started making them was not to entertain. It was uh, my main goal was to help. You know players who get stuck. Oh, so, yes, of course, yes. Um, I suppose that uh, quite a few of my viewers actually enjoy uh, watching them as a movie without commentary, and I'm really happy yes, that there yes, are uh, people who, who enjoy uh, watching them and find it entertaining, but um, I really am glad when someone um, says, um, you know, that was really helpful. And th th that's really my, my, my main goal. Um, because adventure games are can be hard and people tend to just give up when it gets hard and it's a shame when someone doesn't complete a really good game just because they got stopped. Just and, because of one know, puzzle they yeah, can't yeah. understand. Yeah. And I really want to help and I always try to answer the, the questions that um, the viewers leave in the comment section. Um, unfortunately I can't help everyone but I really give my best to uh, to do so. Yeah, walkthroughs are extremely useful. I've used them countless times. Like for example, in Skyrim, I love Skyrim. It's a game I'm playing all the time at the moment. Trying to, I've just downloaded all the downloadable content for it, and it's going to take me a long time to complete that. Well, for, if I, I could have done a let's play of it, <laughs> how many parts of that span? About six hundred parts over three years. <laughs> yeah, it'll take to complete. Yeah. that's how big that thing is. But there are, there are a few instances in that game where like I just I I have no idea how to do this puzzle like. Because it's an action game, I thought like I suppose like the puzzles don't seem they seem out of place to me, and like there's the, like there's some of these dungeons where like you got to a part like where you got to get past like a gate or something, and I don't know how the hell to get past it. Like there's like a hidden stupid switch somewhere that I compl I wouldn't have found it without a walkthrough or how to do a puzzle to open a gate without that. Yeah, so they are extremely useful. They do have their merits, and but yeah, as you say, a lot people watch. Um, walkthroughs and let's plays for different reasons as some people like to watch them as a film like you've said all in one go some people like them for spoilers some people like them to get help to like get past a particular they serve all sorts of purposes and they they all serve their merits don't they yeah yeah which which is which is which is which is brilliant of them um was there in some of the recent games that you've played was there a game that you've thought uh, this is this is. I really don't like this game. But um, is is a particular game that you recorded, but you don't really enjoy playing. That you're not going to ever revisit ever again. Or, or or is it just is that quite a rare occurrence when a game's really bad? Uh, just um, looking at the playlist that I <laughs> uploaded. Um... Massive playlists. Yeah. Um, Anything? Yeah. Any one of them that really stands out as a really bad game? Uh, no, not not something that was really bad game. No, definitely not. Um, but, um, the only game that I really couldn't uh, finish, and I started making a walkthrough for it, and I just couldn't finish it, was for Amnesia, uh, and I'm just sorry. Interesting. <laughs> I, I'm just so sorry. So many people asked me to do it. I couldn't do it. It, it. It's not a bad game. I just couldn't beat it. Um, I don't know. Um, something about it. It was just too scary for me. Um, maybe, maybe um, the things that scary in games and movies are things that scary in real life. So 
my personal fears um, of um, guess of illness and something like that um, and then seeing the, the deformed uh, human monsters it, it just really got to me I guess I wouldn't been able to finish it if it was a uh, game with aliens or something but um, I don't know um, and it's just a shame that I couldn't finish it but I just um, I couldn't complain. I guess it's doing its job then because it well it is designed to be a horror game and as yeah it scares you away effectively. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that is an endorsement in a sense like it, it it's just you do respect you respect the game more than able to play it if that makes sense. You respect it but you just weren't able to finish it because like it's uh, because of the content involved. I guess um just looking at my playlist um there are a few that I didn't really like um I didn't like the first Sherlock Holmes games, uh, Sherlock Holmes game, uh, Mystery of the Mummy. Um, it was, um, compared to the other Sherlock Holmes games, definitely uh, not worth playing um, for someone who's not a big fan of the of the uh, adventure games, definitely. Um, but I'm still glad that, that I did finish it, as there aren't many walkthroughs available. Um, and you know, quite a few people um, found that the the work to be helpful, and I'm glad um, that. Uh, uh, well, I'm glad that the the videos did get <laughs> a lot of views because, you know, it wasn't um, my efforts weren't um, worthless to say say that. Put put it like that, yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, even for the really obscure games, you're providing a service for people who need help with their game and and like not many people may have played them or even even less so recorded them you're providing a service for people who get stuck and help them out yeah don't get, get me wrong i didn't do this for the views but um if i'm struggling to complete a game and it's not something that uh it's i'm not playing a game that i'm really enjoying and it would be a shame if that uh game had like um the videos had no views, and I struggled to make the work. So that would really be a waste of time. And uh, if I really enjoyed uh, playing the game, and the videos don't get that many views, well, you know, that's fine. I, I enjoyed it, and everything's fine. I'm just so grateful that there are so many uh, people out there who are recommending all these great games, and um, just thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, if if you were to ask me, I can't think of a really bad adventure game that I've played. Um, that there what there was there, there are some that are a little bit subpar. Like there's some places where like the game doesn't work very. Well. Like I don't know whether you've heard of this, heard or even played of the series Broken Sword. Yeah, of course. Uh, have you have you played the original? I think you would have played the original yeah. Shadow of the Templars, I believe it's called. Um, I played that uh, a few years ago uh, when it was released on the Wii. It was one of the re-releases, um, which was a faithful. It was the original game, but they added a few new bits and pieces with the with the uh, Wii controls. I found um, I, I, while I respected the game, it was it was a bit. I suppose you can tell it was done quite cheaply, if that makes sense. In certain places, you can tell it was. It wasn't a game like a LucasArts game where it had like a big budget and it was done, it had loads of money at its disposal and it was funny and stuff. Uh, Broken Sword, I found, I guess, um, some of the puzzles, I suppose, were seemed a bit illogical to me and it seemed a bit, it seemed a bit dated even when it was first came out. All those, was it nineteen ninety nine? I can't remember now, but 
Um, uh, number five's come out recently, the brand new Broken Sword, but the one that's the one that stands. It doesn't. It doesn't seem to have aged well. Um, Broken Sword. Um, some of the puzzles seem a bit dated to me. The the, the vo- and the, and the it's just a shame that the voice acting, like it seemed like they recorded it in really bad microphones, and like you can't hear what they're saying half the time, which is a shame. And it's it's I don't know. It's just one of those adventure games that didn't really. I didn't. I didn't really enjoy it as much as a lot of other people did. I'm glad it's still around the series. But what what did you think of Broken Sword? I I, I didn't. I don't really. I don't certainly rate it as well as the LucasArts games. To be fair. <clears throat> yeah. To be honest, I didn't like it uh, as much as the LucasArts games either. Um, I don't know. It, it's not that they're bad games, and um, uh, well. Um, when I uh, uploaded my top 10 adventure games list, um, a lot of people um, complained about uh, No Broken Sword you always games get complaints being on the list. Yeah, yeah, being on the list. And I'm just so sorry. I know there are so many fans of the games, but I really um, think that it is a great game, but it's not a game that I personally enjoy playing as much as uh, many others uh, did, like you said. Um, I I I really appreciate the game. It's um, it's a very important game in um, in the genre, definitely, but not one of my personal favorites. Um, it's not one of the best examples, is it? It's not one that you would once you completed it, you want to go back to it again. In my personal opinion, anyway. But uh, a lot of people really st- uh, take into the series, and yeah. uh, that's why it's uh, it's now. Ep- part one of episode fuck on the new one has just come out a couple of weeks ago. Or was, was it about a couple of days ago actually on Steam and uh, the release in part two next year? Um, but uh, so it, there is a fan base for it certainly, but it's not one of my personal favourites. But yeah, as, as I was saying, we, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like with top ten lists, you can never really. Um, uh, you know, uh, please everyone because the top, oh, it's, it's the sort of thing people love to bitch about. Whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, like, you, you get, like, why is not my favourite on the list? Like, why are you forgetting that one? And uh, you, you get those. Um, that's like standard fare on the, on the internet. I think I've gone through the mill and you, you would have gone through the mill as well. Like, oh, stop complaining. It's my personal list. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you make your own list? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, you, you, okay, if you if you got some, you got some favourites, great. Why don't you make your own video instead of complaining like for five minutes on a keyboard? Yeah, just wanted like, to you, recommend you some games actually, and yeah. not, um, no, it's just about sharing my personal games with, with the others and recommending those games and not saying that they are objectively the best games uh, ever released. Hmm. Yeah, it's that's the thing with top ten lists. It's just like, oh, well, why is not my, where's my favourite? Where is it? Uh, it's not, I never played it, I'm sorry. Oh, you, you can never please everyone. Or maybe no I was just in a bad mood is. when I played a certain game. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's really yeah, like that. Y- y- you can't escape that, unfortunately. That's the that's the course of YouTube yeah. and the internet, I'm afraid. So, yeah. Um, uh, so, because uh, it's, it's, it's what can I say, really? It's just it's, it's just that thing, really. Um, so, how long did you say you were, were making videos for on YouTube? Have you been on as long as I have, like for five years? Actually, um, I created my first account in uh, January 2007, so it will be seven years uh, in. Maybe two or three weeks. <laughs> um, oh yeah, no, that's my math then, isn't it? Yeah, I I started in 
I'm trying to remember now. My my old original channel. T uh, I think it was May 2007. So uh, so I've been I've, we've been here, been on the internet since, almost since YouTube began. Really, it began in 2006. Yeah. We started 2005, I believe. Um, yeah, it's I can't believe it's been around yeah, that long. It's that's, cra that's crazy. <laughs> Where's all those years gone? Yeah, I was <laughs> oh still in, in in high school when I uh, created my my first uh, account, and um, I used to just upload like um, bunch of videos that I uh, recorded at school <laughs> with my crappy cell phone camera, and I had like um, no views. <laughs> and my friend and I uh, we both uh, created our accounts, and we were subscribed to each other, and we were watching, you know, <laughs> leaving comments on on um, the other person's video, yeah, but it was, it was fun, it was really fun. Yeah, that's the whole point, it, yeah, so uh, over the years do you think YouTube has changed and like in, and uh, do, did, did you always used to make, were you making adventure walkthroughs from the start or did you actually make different content before you, beforehand or was it always adventure, adventure game videos uh, that you made on your channel? On my, on this channel, yeah, it was just, um, uh, because my old channel, it was more about uh, music and stuff. You know, after I <laughs> decided to take down the, all those old videos, I started uploading like uh, songs and um, stuff like that. And interestingly, I never got a copyright strike, and <laughs> that's really interesting. And um, later, I uh, just had an idea about another type of video that I could make and um, decided to make a walkthrough. And uh, that was really two and a half years after I created that channel. I um, I really wasn't even aware of the whole gaming community. Um, I mostly used to watch um, like guitar tutorials because I started playing the guitar and um, YouTube was basically my, my teacher. So I would upload uh, music videos and listen to, you know, music videos. <laughs> And then I decided to make another type of uh, videos and gave this thing a try and you know, I'm still doing it. And after a while I decided it would be wise to create a uh, separate channel dedicated to uh, adventure game walkthroughs and um, that's why I picked You're this You're still name. doing that? For, you've been doing that for some time? Yeah, <laughs> it's been a while now. Um, and it all started when I actually got a copyright strike on one of my adventure game walkthroughs and I had so many um, you know, music videos and I had a couple of TV shows that I uploaded and then I received a copyright strike for a, on a um, video game walkthrough. So I thought that was something really dangerous, I, you know, and that's why I created this channel so if I get more strikes that my old channel wouldn't um, no, uh, yeah, completely. I still wanted to yeah. keep my old channel because I had a few YouTube friends and just didn't want to lose everything. Um, and um, it's been fine ever since, so I've been more helpful, um, careful since then, so it, it's fine now. Yeah, it's certainly changed on YouTube. Yeah, very much. Uh, in, yeah. The, in the years I've been, um, yeah, it's it's copyright has become like, it's still it's become a major thing on the site, especially in recent years with. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You probably weren't, weren't a subscriber to my channel when I did um, a few years ago. I did a series called YouTube Floors, where I talked about 
how the copyright it still is the copyright system still is hideously broken and this new um, new people, system yes. it's, it's terrible you know the, um, it, the the content id yeah exactly yes. no uh, it's, it's uh, ridiculous i just have to say this um one of my videos that just contains some wind noises um got um copyright id match um and the system detected that I have a song, really, uh, 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 you know, and the video was blocked. Uh, thankfully, I didn't get the strike, but uh, the video was blocked in some countries. And because the song also has some wind noises in the, in the beginning, and so does my video. And <laughs> it's ridiculous. It, 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 was, it was probably a stock sound effect. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. You get in ridiculous scenarios like that. Um, so, but the copyright system is broken in so many ways, but the one that really annoys me the most is where effectively anybody can effectively like throw these copyright claims against... Ch so it, it, the system can be abused effectively. Like, for example, if I, for example, had a grudge against you and like I, I could claim completely randomly effectively, like, oh, this video that you've made... Uh, it, I, because I disliked you for whatever reason, yeah. I can like use the copyright system, put a claim against you, and have YouTube take the video down. And uh, we, basically, I can masquerade as like this developer saying like you infringed on my copyright. And people, and it's people have been like doing it for years, and just because they have grudges against people, yeah, and yeah. Like, the system is hideously broken. You can get claims on videos that don't make any sense whatsoever. Like you've given me example just there. That's a stupid example. That it's just crazy. Um, so you got to be careful, I suppose, on YouTube these days, especially with the con, with with you know, uh, diff. It, it it depends on, I suppose, like the developer and what video game that you made yeah. and what sort of content there is. Like Nintendo have been doing this recently. Like they've been starting cl like putting copyright claims on their Let's Play videos that people have been making, which I think is. Um, completely unfair because it's free advertising for them, yeah, yeah. effectively. But they're like, oh, oh, that's our game. We're going to make money off your video that they made. They had nothing to do with it. It's their game, yes, but they didn't. They didn't like take the hours and hours it took to record the video or what have you. Um, but I can go on for hours and hours. I'm not going to because I've I've said this countless times. It just like it's a system that's yeah. like cons been consistently broken for years now and. Um, uh, it's more treacherous for the, especially for the video game community in recent years. It's just you've got to be extremely careful. Do you keep backups of all your videos, by the way? Do you keep them all on your computer or a hard drive? Yes, um, except for a few older runs, I I have every everything that I recorded so far. Um, <clears throat> we actually bought a new PC uh, just last year. Um, something that wasn't just my PC, like more like a you know family PC that both me and my mom would use. Um, so um, I pretty much uh, copied all the files there so I could um, have more free space on my um, gaming PC for the new videos because uh, you probably know how large uh, files recorded with reps oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, can yeah, be. They take up, they, it, yeah, they take up a lot of memory. Um, I'm trying to think now. Uh, how many backup... I I think in the whole I've got I've got the vast majority of all the videos I've made. Um, I'm trying to think, I've must have used about uh, some five hundred DVDRs to back up all my stuff, and that's just the discs. Wow. <laughs> I've got them all on hard drive, and that's ev I keep everything. I, ne I never used to keep everything. What I used to do was just like um, rip them in a really bad like WMV file, which is really 
crap file that I don't use. I haven't used that for years now. Like back when I was using Windows Movie Maker, I think everybody started with that one. I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. like w, the really bad with the blue, sc- horrible blue screen and the white text. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> um, but it's yeah. Do record uh, to everybody, not just video gamers. Uh, r- back up everything that you make, because um, that is that's crucial. Because um, you, you'll be in serious trouble if yeah. you don't do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, cop and especially with copyright. Like if they do delete your video off the internet, at least you've got a copy of it on your hard drive still. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, maybe you can upload it onto another st- site or what have you. Yeah, I just creating um, my backup channel last year when I um, actually when I um, received a uh, invitation to uh, from a network to to um, apply uh, apply for a partnership, I. Uh, went through this uh, cleaning phase to to say, um, and some of my walkthroughs that contain a lot of uh, copyrighted music, um, I uh, moved them to my backup channel, um, and it was really helpful that I still have the original copies, of course. And if something happens yes. to my main channel, I can always uh, upload all of my videos to my backup channel. Yeah. Yes, yeah. or yeah, or at least the ones that are safe. Yeah, that is a, that is a good practice. Um, that's why I've got uh, an account on Blip. I've, my main the channel's on Blip, but also I've still got my YouTube channel open because that's where I get most of my views. But I do have a backup on Blip TV, uh, so people have got so because some of my videos have been deleted on YouTube because of copyright, and I've I've still got them on Blip. Some of them, um, so it's best for people. Yeah, definitely have backups somewhere of your videos uh, because that's always a good policy. Um, but yes, um, when it comes to that sort of thing, it's just it's just depressing, really. Like it, it would be nice, like not to having to worry about all this sort of stuff. But like you can easily get caught um, by uh, by the stupid system, and um, it, YouTube isn't exactly really kind to vi- let's players and video gamers. At no, the moment they don't really the like the gaming copyright community. <laughs> Yeah, no, they don't. Even though they've got top part, you know, the partnership channels, they're struggling under their stupid rules. Oh, then don't get me started on Google Plus. Oh, oh my yeah. god, um, the, that hideous system they're forcing on people because I don't know, just because to compete against Facebook, I suppose. I think that's the only reason why they're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but uh, there you go, because it's the sort of thing that just it's just constant all the time. Um. But what can I say, really? Uh, it's it's. I, 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 could, I could easily make another four or five episodes of YouTube just <laughs> yeah. on those reasons alone, like episode six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. But we feel used, uh, well, <laughs> Yeah, and then you go, oh, it's got flagged for copyright. Which one of them did, ironically? But there you go. Um, <laughs> but there you go. Um, uh, let's go back to adventure games because it's depressing talking about YouTube all the time. It's just yeah. fight them all the time. It's an uphill battle most of the time. Um, is is there a particular video uh, adventure game series that you, apart from Monkey Island, of course, apart like, apart from like the LucasArts games, was the one that you've played recently that really stands out that you really enjoy playing? Um, <clears throat> um, just uh, thinking about the games released this year, I really enjoy Gone Home. It's not a typical adventure game. I don't know if you could even call it a, a game. It's more like an experience, but um, I just enjoyed uh, playing it uh, so much. I finished it uh, four or five times. I even recorded it um, 
and um, I understand it might not be everyone's cup of tea, definitely not something that everyone enjoys, but um, one of the, the best games released this year, in my opinion, uh, by far. Uh, great story. But yeah, the I'm trying, I'm trying to think now, which, which one would it be for me? Um... Uh, it's just like the LucasArts ones. Just like they really stand out, don't they? The LucasArts ones. Um, I, I don't. I don't. Really, I, I guess it's, it's. It's not really. It's not. It's not. It's. Um, it's not a point and click in the conventional adventure game sense. It's um, probably one that sticks out the most for me is Limbo. Have you ever played oh, that yeah. one with the? Yeah, it, it is a great game. The the side. It's like a really moody side yeah, scroller yeah. where you. It's everything's really bleak and. Uh, everything's in black and white. This moody atmosphere, and it's an adventure where you pla- you got to like, try to traverse all these, and there's puzzles in it. So it is an adventure game in a sense, but not. It's not a point and click. But that's the one that really stands out for me. Um, and I'd love to play Journey at some point. I, I have got a PlayStation Three, but I don't. I haven't played that many games on that system recently. Um, have you played Journey? Uh, I actually haven't owned a console in my uh, in my life. <laughs> it's I know it's, it's right. Uh, yeah. It's weird, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that's a, that's a game that I heard heard great things about, but I haven't played. Uh, but yeah, it have to be Limbo for me. I think. Um, it's, it's, it's just yeah. I also uh, really enjoyed the the new Nancy Drew games. Um, I don't know if if you're familiar with the series, but. Um, I really enjoyed the, the recent uh, Nancy Drew games as well as um, a few casual games released this year were also really fun. Um, just also looking at my <coughs> the, the list of the games I uploaded. Um, yeah. Um, uh, oh, definitely. A New Beginning. Uh, that was an awesome game. Um, the Whisper World. Hmm. Um, have you ever heard of any of those games? Um, I these are getting obscure for me. Like this is where like you you know more about it than I do. Um, that's 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 the thing. Uh, there's like there's so many games that go under the radar where like I've really got to play them, but like it's just you can't get you. The only way you can get them is usually like if you get them off Amazon off the, off off using the disc, but. Uh, I, w- I wish they were on Steam and stuff like that, but, so, but most I of them I think are. that uh, most of them are actually on Steam. Um, oh, right, yeah. okay. Um, I really need to check them yeah. out at some point. Um, <laughs> there's, there's definitely, I'll, I'll just go through your channel, like, oh, I'll play that one next. Uh, they're probably, like, about um, ridiculously cheap, like, uh, uh, you know, like for under five pounds or five dollars or wherever you get them from. Do you, where do you get your games mostly from? Do you get them from Steam, GoodOldGames.com, Amazon? Oh, uh, depends. Um, I don't know. Uh, depends. Sometimes I just want to wait for the the uh, price to drop. Um, and sometimes Good Old Games, sometimes Steam. Um, not Amazon. I don't. Um, uh, well, the the problem with um. Amazon and shipping uh, physical copy of the games is that um, in a lot of cases they don't ship to my country, so that's a huge limitation there. Oh, that's a sh- oh, that's a shame. Yeah, okay. um, I can order books and stuff, but um, the last time I tried to order a game, it it wasn't possible. Um, definitely a shame. But also uh, the uh, sites of the developers themselves, like uh, her her interactive who. Uh, they developed Nancy Drew games. Um, I um, the last couple of games I uh, pre-ordered 
on on directly on their their sites. So um, yeah, it depends. Um, it it, it yeah. mainly the price that is determined yeah, not where yeah, you definitely. get it from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Den generally speaking, I, I'm, uh, I tend to get most of my games off Steam simply because I like the convenience and uh, there's no limitation how many uh, computers or laptops you can install the games on. As long as you remember your password and username, you can access the games again. Uh, especially with, like um, when I'm clumsy, like if I forget to like bring a disc with me, it's good to have like, oh, it's in my Steam library, I could just re-download it on a whim and... Um, I just like the convenience of it. It's a really nice system, and good old games is really good as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, where they don't, uh, you can buy a game really cheaply, and they don't put any um, DRM on there. With like copy, so you can put it on as many machines as you like, and you can back up the yeah. the the file itself onto a hard drive, which is really nice of them. So they don't put any restrictions on your game, which is like you know what a lot of companies are doing these days, especially on consoles, where they put. Um, online passes and stuff like that onto your games yeah <clears throat> like i said i don't know uh, i don't own any console so uh, not really uh, familiar with these problems yeah you mostly play everything on pc pc gamer all the well way. yeah because uh you know when i was a kid uh we all we always had a pc um even when i was uh born we, we had an old pc and uh, when I asked my parents to buy me a PlayStation One or a, you know Super Nintendo, and they were like, uh, "Why would you want <laughs> a PlayStation when you can play games on your PC and uh, also you know create uh, documents and read stuff?" And um, so they were never wanted to buy me a, a console. So then I lost interest uh, interest in in even. Um, now that I can afford them, I basically don't know how to use a controller. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but I really don't know. There's, there's, n you're not missing that much, to be fair. And uh, it's, I don't know, like, like uh, back in, I suppose, in the early '90s, like um, consoles and PCs were like, they're, they're sort of their own thing. PCs were catered towards like the adventure gamers and um, people who need to make documents, whereas the consoles were catered to the casual gamers where you can play uh, Super Mario and uh, what have you. But now the the newer consoles, I don't know whether you're interested in going to get are going to planning to get one of those, no. uh, like the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One. They're basically PCs now, except with more restrictions on them. So, but with PC now they've gotten to a point where they're ridiculously powerful. You've got more games available to buy. You've got, you, you can modify your games. You can download them to your PC. You can play, you can uh, make documents with them. You can do all sorts of PCs now compared to consoles. And there's not much point. There's not much viability for a console these days anymore. Especially what you can. PCs are so powerful these days. It's unbelievable uh, what you can get on a laptop, even yeah, a really basic yeah. laptop these days. But you know, in the back in the nineties. The uh, things were changing so fast, so uh, you just uh, when you bought a new PC, a new uh, PC, uh, two years later you basically couldn't play anything on it. So that's uh, when I really end with my friend who had a PlayStation One because um, you know I begged my uh, parents to at least uh, get <laughs> buy a new PC, but uh, and we when we did get one two years later, it was still almost impossible to play any of the newer games. Uh, Thankfully, um, things are a bit different now, so um, I had my old PC for, for five years and I just um, 
just got a new one um, a few months ago, but um, I could still play games on my on my old PC. Just um, with uh, had to decrease the, the settings, but they still worked. Um, whereas back in the nineties, uh, you really couldn't play anything on a two-year-old yes, PC. Yes. So I really did feel bad, um, you know, when, when my friends could buy, go out and buy new games when I uh, had to, um, you know, stick to playing the, the, the older ones that I beaten already countless times at, at, the time, at that point. Yes, yeah. But yes, and I suppose back in the 90s, um, of course, hardware was more expensive yeah. compared to these days. And you always have, uh, you've got driver problems tend to be more of an issue back then. But now... Everything's more standardized and a lot more powerful, and uh, you you still got access to games. If, well, P- PCs because the advantage is you've got you still got access to all these really old games, really good games from like the eighties and the nineties and the early two thousands, and they still work because uh, you know the operating system. While it's changed the look, it's practically the same if you're using Windows still. Um, you can still play all your old games. You can't do that on um, consoles like but effective because like nowadays they're getting rid of um backwards compatibility like if you bought bought a playstation 3 for example none of those games will work on the new system which is a total con if you ask me same goes for the xbox um but is but with pc no you want to play a game from the dos ga- dos days no problem just download dos yeah. box and away you go and or um, scum virtual machine yeah. or whatever you just download a program and away you go problem solved you can't do that on a console, yeah. and um, but pe- the c- people still find the consoles very popular. But I think they're becoming less and less viable as the years goes on because, like, simply because of the stupid restrictions you can do. But um, on them, but there you go. That's just my person. People keep saying PC master race snob. <laughs> that's that's a phrase that's thrown around an awful lot. But uh, you know. I don't have to put up with all the crap on the consoles uh, that you have to put up with. Oh, um, pu- oh, you have to put a code in. Oh, do you? Oh, you bought a game. You have to put like a code in before it will work, and then like, oh, you find out the servers don't work oh, anymore, yeah. and whatever, whatever prob or the problem that that it is, whatever. But um, you just don't have that problem so much with PC, and I, that's why I like having a, a decent PC rig. Um, but yeah, uh, but and adventure games don't really recruit a lot. Aren't usually that hardware intensive are they not many of them are you you know use 3d graphics most of them are like stylized 2d and um yeah. and i guess like because of the the pcs that you had at the time you sort of because of the adventure games were like mostly the only games you could play you sort of latched onto them at a really early age because that was the only thing that you could well, play not really i i played uh all different types of games i really loved uh platformers i played um lion king um uh, so many times, like every day before school, I remember it was, um, and um, and yeah, I really liked. Um, well, um, yeah, people would probably hate me for saying that, but I, at one point in my life, I was a big fan of of uh, first person shooters. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. Cra- what, what was your favorite? What, what was what, was it? Doom. Which one was the first one that you played? Doom. Doom two was, was the first one that I played. Um, Doom. Doom Ooh. two. <laughs> Doom 2. Oh, I never played Doom 2. I played the original several times. I never played the second one. Uh, my first first person shoot would be... I th- mine was Golden R007 on the N64. I adore that game. Um, 
but uh, it doesn't hold up very well now. But back then, it was just it was just amazing. And I played um, Doom afterwards, uh, shortly after on PC. But it, it was fantastic, Doom. Um, but uh, I, gu- I guess p- uh, tastes change, and uh, I guess and. Um, over time, you latch onto a genre that you really, really like. I always, always um, liked adventure games as well as uh, some other types of games. I was never really a big fan of uh, real-time strategy games, but everything else um, I could play, um, from shooters to to uh, puzzle games, really. Just depending on on my mood. I loved. Uh, I'm actually still still a fan of the GTA series. Um, of course, I couldn't play the new one because it's um, it was released for the PC and. Uh, they, 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 they might still bring out a PC. I'm pretty sure they will bring out a PC version. It's, do you? They did with number four. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Um, it would be nice. I would um, get GTA Five. To be honest, I um, I even played uh, GTA Two. Uh, a lot uh, with my friend. Uh, oh, the the, the top-down one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we would steal a tank and just, um, you know, um, run over pedestrians and cars with a tank <laughs> till we had enough points to uh, advance. Yeah. <laughs> I still, I'm, I still, th- I'm still got a soft spot for Vice City because that was the first GTA. Again, it's the first game. You know, like with with you, you, your favorite adventure game is the first yeah. one you've played, yeah. Monkey Island Three. So it's the in a genre when you when, when you first play a game, it's usually the favorite you pick is the very first one you try, uh, usually. And my, I still I still got a soft spot for Vice City because it was my it was set in the eighties and like I like the eighties and like the the, the the sports cars and running people over and not caring about the consequences and it's just, i don't know gta 5 i have played it to completion it's it's a really good game but i don't know it's just it seems really it seems extremely cynical and you can't really play it for uh, after a length of time and not feel a bit i don't know empty i suppose um getting philosophical i suppose but but vice city sort of seemed like cartoonish and i really enjoyed it for that um but there you go um so it's, it's it's just there's all sorts to think about when like the first game you play and like everybody has their own tastes and um, things like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's really it's just thinking about all the sorts of different games that I've played over the years. But the adventure genre is 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 still a really good genre to play. It's just I haven't really visited it in, in recent years that much it's something i really need to go back get back into really yeah, i guess people kind of um, forget about it um and there are a few uh people who like uh left comments on uh some of my videos um some of my uh boxes for certain older games uh saying how much they enjoy playing this game but they haven't played any other adventure games in a while and it is a shame because people um, I guess uh, aren't aware of uh, so many great new adventure games that are coming out um, in a pretty much regular basis uh, these days and it, it is a shame and um, I would love if I could uh, share my love of adventure games with, with someone who hasn't played in a while and who then after uh, seeing the game uh, decides to go out and you know go and, and, and get the game themselves and, and, and play it um, instead of just uh, watching it. That would be really nice. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, 
So I, I, I definitely recommend people check out her top ten list. I haven't seen it. I didn't know you did a top ten. I've really got to watch that. I love top ten. I have. It's pretty old. I love, old. Quanti- <laughs> I, I love putting things in lists. Oh, have, have you deleted it? No, you no. Uh, it was actually my no. um, a thousand subscri- subscribers special. So it wasn't something that I uh, thought that it would uh, get uh, popular. And then I deleted it for copyright reasons uh, a year ago, and I. Uh, re-uploaded it with different uh, soundtracks um, so um, the video is actually quite old it was uh, made in uh, 2011 I think um, uh, my top 10 adventure games no 11 months ago no no so I, I, I re-uploaded it, oh. it uh, 11 months ago but I oh I see yeah Sorry, I deleted yes. it a year ago yes. for because of some uh, copyright problems with some soundtracks and I then uh, uploaded with different. Um, I had to replace some of the soundtracks and upload it again um, last uh, a year ago or something. Yeah, so it's definitely um, an older video. I think and it was uh, 2000. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Um, definitely go check out your uh, top ten list because I love top. I got to really go watch that later on. I love top ten. <laughs> I'll. Um, uh, I've, I've made several myself, but uh, I, I just I need to. I need to really need to make another one at some point. Um, I really couldn't think of like the top my top ten personal favorites. Um, the series that stand out. It's it's mainly the LucasArts ones. I think that they're just in terms of the adventure genre. I think you can't beat them. Indiana Jones: The Fate of Atlantis is a masterpiece, yeah, if you ask yeah. me. Monkey Island Three, another gem. Uh, Monkey Island One and Two as well, they're gems as well. Uh, Day of the Tentacle is hilarious. I love that one. Um, I'm trying to think now. All the other ones I've played, you know, Limbo's. I've said that one already. Um, but it's just it's the, it's all the classic. I ones. also loved but, like. Uh, um, have you played um, the longest journey or Dreamfall? Those are an, uh, amazing games. Um, I have heard of them, but I haven't. Again, it's one I want. I haven't played. I've heard of it. Yeah, definitely something we're checking out. Uh, great games. Uh, so, so what? What would you do? You, do you prefer the older adventure games of the of the nineties, or do you prefer some of the more? Uh, modern takes on the adventure genre, or do you like a mixture of both? Well, um, it really depends on the game. I uh, don't mind like outdated graphics or um, sound if the game itself is uh, good, um, if I enjoy the story, if uh, the game is funny or interesting, or um, so it really depends on uh, case by case basis I, I couldn't generalize in that in that sense so I'm not uh, so attached to the older games because uh, like I said as a kid I really didn't have access to to many of the um, classics uh, so I played them uh, some of them uh, a few years ago um, and uh, to be honest this creating this channel was a uh, motivated me to to go back and play some of the games that I missed. Uh, so um, I basically played both the new games and the the old games uh, almost at the same time, and uh, not a huge difference uh, in my opinion. If the game is interesting, then its age is absolutely not important. Not saying that I don't really enjoy. Uh, you know, really nice, colorful, colorful graphics and all, but 
it, it's not the, the deciding point, definitely not. Yeah, so as long as the game is good, you, you play it anyway. Yeah. It doesn't matter how well it matter. is. Um, I, I prefer yeah, games with it's... voice acting to those who that only contain uh, no, um, text, but um, even that is not a, not a huge a huge deal. Not a deal breaker in any case. Yes. Um, I'm just trying to think now. Um... Do you do you think not like, uh, you know with more popular genres these days with being first person shooters and the like do you think that the adventure genre has gotten less popular or do you think it's just because the audience that like adventure games has stayed the same while people who enjoy shooters has gotten bigger do you, what do you think on that well in the late 90s um there was a lack of good uh, adventure games and that's unfortunately is is a fact and uh, there weren't so many um, games that were worth playing, coming out, uh, people pretty much lost interest, uh, those who were big fans, some of the, the those who were huge fans in the, in the early 90s and those who were just uh, starting to, you know, uh, younger generations were just uh, getting interested in, the, in, in gaming as, as a whole, they well, the first games that you play are usually the, the most popular games and the adventure games just weren't. Um, and unfortunately, it just continued. There weren't uh, many good titles coming out in the uh, early 2000s. I can think of a few, uh, but not that many, to be honest. And in the last few years, um, uh, with um, games like uh, the ones that I mentioned also, um, you know, a new beginning, the Whisper World, um, um, the Dalek Entertainment, or however you you pronounce the the, the name of that company. Um, they have released several uh, amazing games, and unfortunately, people just uh, aren't any interesting as as interested in the in the genre, and um, the games uh, aren't advertised. Um, you know, they they just many of People just aren't aware that they even even exist. Um. Yeah, that's another that's another problem, isn't it? And like at the at the time in in the late two thousand, I think that was the time where, especially LucasArts, well, I suppose they were losing their magic. The last Grim Fandango came out in nineteen ninety eight. Was yeah. it ninety nine? Monkey Island three ninety seven. Grim Fandango ninety nine. Uh, full throttles ninety seven. I think. Full throttle uh, um, ninety five or something. Yeah, it's um. Oh, ninety five. So yeah, it was the midnight by the late nineties. Um, LucasArts were on the last legs, and like after two thousand and one or two thousand, they stopped making adventure games completely. They just after a while, they just turned into a Star Wars factory. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a shame. Um, uh, because they no longer made the the brilliant games, the funny, the witty, the intelligent games that they used to do. Um, they just made Star Wars games for years and years and years. And don't get me wrong, there have been a few really good Star Wars games, but you know, it's just LucasArts. That wasn't, you know, they were sort of pigeonholed into that, and they sort of, and when Disney took over about a year ago, well, not long ago, um, they just completely disappeared completely, along with all the really cool properties. So uh, I don't know whether we're ever going to see another Monkey Island game or another Day of the Tentacle or whatever, because I have no idea what Disney intends to do with the licenses. Um, they probably won't do anything with them. They'll just probably shelve them for good and yeah. never yeah. touch them again, which is a really sad thought to think about. But maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully they might 
maybe um, give them to a developer and actually we might see them again, maybe, hopefully, but, you know, I'm, I think it's looking slim at the moment. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't think that many games since 2000, the adventure genre that I really enjoyed. But then again, as you said, it, another problem that I had is there were games being developed and released. It's just uh, because people's in, well, most people started moving on to shooters and stuff like that, more action-packed games. Yeah. The, the people's tastes for the adventure genre sort of faded away and uh, those games sort of got like hidden away in like... Um, bargain bins and uh, steam sales and that's the only way they're going to get noticed these days is like if they're getting a fire sale on steam or gog.com where like oh try this game it comes free with this and like oh it turns out to be a good one yeah yeah uh so which is a shame um but there you go um uh it's, it, but like some game but it's but i suppose it's not so bad these days now because of, as i've said it's um you can. Uh, it's a lot easier to distribute games. Like you've got Xbox Live, and of course you've got Steam and GoodOldGames.com, where you can download them really cheaply, um, readily available. Um, it doesn't cost as much to make games these days because the development tools are out there now, and um, you can mod your games and stuff. So I suppose it's a bit of a mixed bag. It's 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 not so bad now, but it's just I, I suppose the genre is still heavily ignored these days, mostly. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. And, and even if you look at um, YouTube, there aren't that many uh, big YouTubers um, talking about adventure games. Um, but no, there yeah, isn't. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and um, you know, I would love if I had a million subs and I could, uh, you know, just from uh, let everyone know about the upcoming games and everything. But that's just not a realistic goal. And it would be nice if um, the big names would kind of start paying attention to, to the adventure games a bit more. But, well, <laughs> I don't... It's occasionally, yes. Some of the, occasionally, some of them really... It's not this game, I don't know whether you've played it. It's not an adventure game, but it does make you... Um, you got to really think carefully. Like you know, it's, it's like in a puzzle sort of way. Have you ever heard of or played Papers, Please? It's come out very recently. Have you heard of that? It's, um, if you haven't seen it, it's a game where you play this corrupt uh, uh, border official on this made-up communist country. Uh, you have, basically, you play this border official, and what you have to do is look at the documents that the, these people are trying to get in the country. You've got to look at their documents and try and determine whether they're fake and whether you allow them into the country. And after a while, each time you get through the levels the game gets more difficult and like it gives you more rules to think in the back of your head like this person must have a pass slip this person must have a up-to-date passport this mu this person must not have a mustache or whatever whatever stupid rule it is um but then after a while as you keep playing it you um, you find yourself getting more and more corrupt as you're having to like skirt around the rules that they give you it's a fantastic game, and it makes you. It's, it's a really clever puzzle game, and I definitely think you should check it out. Definitely, I think you'll really enjoy it. It's it was really cheap on Steam. It's about I don't know. Um, it's ridiculously cheap on Steam, and like um, it was shown on TV recently. It's 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 in the style of an old two D uh, point and click game, but it's fantastic. I definitely recommend everybody should play it because it's a really interesting game, and it's it's nice to see games like that, even though they're quite basic in the way they look. 
they're really powerful in the way that like um, they influence people and like everybody who plays it really enjoys it. Definitely recommend that, people. I'm, I might do a let's play of that actually. But Papers Please is fantastic. Um, one of the really few games that make you think and I really enjoyed in recent years. Um, but yeah, that's one to check out, definitely, folks. Um, in the adventure genre, I've, I've already said all my personal favourites. Any of the LucasArts back catalogue, the vast majority of it is brilliant um, from the 80s and the early 90s. Um, late 2000s, not so much. Uh, but the adventure genre, um, uh, adventure game fans, got, I've already done already. Uh, just check out a list, and Monkey Island and stuff is already in there, I, th I believe. Need to go check it out, but... Uh, the genre itself, it, it it does need a bit more love, I think, if you ask me. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> like I said, I do like um, other types of games, but I'm trying to uh, share my my passion uh, for for the, the the adventure games. Um, and um, yeah, the they they are um quite a few very good games that came out this year and a few um couple of years um ago and um. It is a shame that um, not too many people have heard about them because uh, they some of them some of them are it's really good. Yeah, some yeah. of them are really good. Um, yeah, and that's why um, even uh, wanted to include um, quite a few newer games on my top ten list, uh, not just the old classics. That would those would be the the obvious choices, but. Um, I want to include uh, some of the newer games, uh, like Secret Files 1 and 2, I'm a huge fan of those games. Uh, the Longing Journey, I couldn't really call it a um, new game as it was released in uh, 1999 actually, um, but it's still considered uh, to be a newer game you know, compared to the, the um, early 90s classics. Um, that is an amazing game. Um, really affected me in so many ways. Um, uh, I'm, I'm just yeah. There's there's loads of games like that. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, again, it's the, the the early '90s is like the golden age of the adventure game where everybody was playing them. And uh, um, there there's another game, another uh, puzzle game, The Seventh Guest. Have you ever played that one? Uh, actually, I haven't played That's it, but I watched. Um, the last play on YouTube, um, hoping to to play by uh, myself. Um, yes. Yeah. It is. It is, the very the very very recently released it on Steam, so now is your chance. They've re-released it recently with uh, updated. Uh, they've remastered the sound. I think it's the original sound, but they've made it sound a lot better, and which is awesome. Sounds great. And it's available on um, iPad if you have one of those, and iOS, which so um, it's they've they've re-released it really really recently. I want to get that actually. Um, seventh, re get that again. Seventh guest, um, really. In, that's 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 one of the, that's one of the most famous ones. Um, the, one of the most famous ones that got really really popular. The, probably the last one. Um, Monkey Islands, of course. That's the, that's that's the most famous one. Um, uh, adventure game. Trying to think. Um, it's really difficult. Since the two thousand, it gets really really thin. Um, really famous games. That well, they are uh, still alive, uh, of course. Um, haven't heard of it, no? I've heard of it. Rings a vague bell. Oh, that's a great game. Um, if you like uh, detective games, that you'll definitely enjoy uh, playing Still Life. Uh, Still Life 2, however, is a 
terrible game, so... Um, Not to shame. Yeah, um, but its prequel is actually really good. Uh, Post Martin, uh, great game, released in 2002. Uh, Siberia of 2004, I think Siberia 2, um, Siberia 2002, so... Um, yeah, there were a few um, kind of famous adventure games released in the early 2000s, but there are a lot of more of them now, actually, uh, with um, the, the German developers uh, being, being the best ones, um, if you ask me. And um, yeah, there are a few indie games that are uh, really good um, that were released uh, recently, so uh, it's not that bad. Definitely not that bad, yeah. Yeah, it's just like you have to look for them, I suppose. Now these days, there are they are out there, yeah. the adventure yeah. games, but you have to really pay attention, like and uh, scour them out a lot more. Uh, of course, the most famous ones that you know that get actually talked about. Um, you've talked about Amnesia; that's a fairly popular one. Um, uh, Clock Tower, that's an old one. That's that that was quite famous back in its day, but still. Uh, Alone in the Dark, that one, the, the original one. Um, I don't know whether you played any of those. That's another adventure, point adventure, point and click game. Um, there's, 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 qu there's quite a few, but it's just there's, there's, you know, they're really obscure these days, unfortunately. Um, it just takes a long time to find them uh, and get them, get them on your computer. It's just, you just like it's. Um, uh, and another uh, one more I can really think of, an obscure one, Black Mirror, that's another one I, I watched the Let's Play of. That's quite um, an obscure one, but that's quite respected. Yeah, but yeah. yeah I, can't, I, I recorded you played uh, Black, Black Mirror? Mirror 1, 2, and 3, yeah. Um, you can find all of them on yes, my channel if, you, if you're interested. That, 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 those are, those are, I watched the Let's Play of that, that really looked really interesting. Uh, I want to play that. Um, but again, it's just get, getting a hold of these games is quite tricky. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's them. an older game. Uh, uh, Black Mirror. Uh, however, Black Mirror 2 and 3 are were released. Um, I think Black Mirror 2 was released in 2009 and 3 in 2011 or something. Um, so um, I hope that um, they are a bit easier to find them. Um, they're they're quite quite good as well. Um, also, I don't think that everyone would enjoy them because they, uh, well, they're quite long. There's a lot of dialogue and um, kind of starts uh, slowly and gets really interesting if you, um, if you can keep playing. If you get sold by the story, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does get very interesting. And um, I remember that I was so excited when I was uh, about to finish Belfmere 2. I was really really excited i remember when i uh, got almost um i knew that they were just just a little bit left and i, I wanted to stop playing it kind of i was too tired and i wanted to experience the the you know the ending um really really experience the ending so um i was so excited when, when i finished black mirror 2 couldn't wait um to start playing black mirror 3 which is also a, a Pretty good game, um, not the best one in series, but um, it, it's worth playing. So yeah. you think two's the best out of the three? Well, um, do you, or, do you yeah. prefer, or do you like the original the best out of the three? I don't know. Um, thing about uh, the original game is that I could um, I figure out what was going on, and the the ending wasn't as shocking to me as it um, 
and maybe the developers intended it to be um, and um, and also the ending itself it um, doesn't answer any of the the main questions you you might have so that that's the my problem with Black Mirror One but it it is a, a really great game so I would say that um, Black Mirror Two is probably my my favorite one followed by uh, Black Mirror closely followed and then uh, the third game which is also a good game don't get me wrong um, I would I would recommend um, checking out is is it in your top ten is it in your top no 10? no no um, maybe in my top oh, fifty <laughs> Um, top 50 you've played a lot after all yeah top 50 um, uh, you've you've played a ton of yeah it's, it's just, you've played a ton of adventure games there's a, there's a, there's a lot of just on and your and channel um, there's so many adventure games out there when I uh, actually created my channel and I I thought that I played all of the adventure games ever released and I just play like a, a, a less than 1% uh, when I really started looking into the games and uh, trying to for find more similar games to the ones that I enjoyed. There are so many of them out there you can't even imagine. Um, there's a really great uh, website um, adventuregamers.com and they also have an official YouTube channel so definitely check them out if you're interested. Um, they uh, upload trailers on, on the, their YouTube channel. That's how I um, learn about the, the upcoming games, I just um, watch the, the trailers that they upload. Um, and they, do they make recommendations and lot? Which uh, ones well, you can Well, you, you can uh, read the articles on, on their uh, website, um, adventuregames.com, like I said. A uh, really great site, um, very helpful if you want to uh, search for certain games. Um, there are so many of them out there, so many are reviewed and um, uh, best place to to uh, find uh, new games that might interest you definitely. Yeah, so folks, like if you want to get in the genre, that's the site to check out. That's straight from the horse's mouth. Adventure game, adventuregames dot com. Uh, adventure gamers. dot com. Yeah, I'll put all the links to all this stuff we talked about in the description. All these games you can check out. Of most of them, of course, you can check out on Adventure Game H channel. There's tons and tons of them, including Monkey Island, Black Mirror, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, for me, if, if you are into the adventure genre, uh, Monkey Island, definitely play Monkey Island. Monkey Island, uh, Indiana Jones, The Fate of Atlantis. That's the, that's quite an old Let's Play I did a couple of years ago. Uh, that's one of my personal, probably my, my all-time favourite, I, I think because uh, that's one of the first ones I tried out and I really enjoyed it and I really it's not just one adventure because there's like different paths you can go on yeah there's three different storylines in the middle the wits path and the fists path and so on the team path uh, so there's different puzzles each time uh, again it's most of the LucasArts stuff Day of the Tentacle a wonderful game really really funny they travel back in time uh, they go try and save the world by like messing up the time stream effectively uh Black Mirror is an interesting one uh, where your where the main character is framed for murder. Um, that's a really interesting one. Black Mi um, Broken Sword, uh, not my personal tastes, but like it is inter got an interesting storyline uh, to those games. Uh, if if you want to get those, I think they're on Steam. Uh, but uh, what what would your what would your top five recommendations? I'm not I don't like I recommend people watch your list, of course, but. Um, 
Mon- apart from Monkey Island, what about the top three or four? What would you recommend for people who haven't played the genre before? Or would you recommend playing? Well, like I said, uh, Steel Life is a great game. I also loved uh, Secret Files, um, The Vista World, The New Beginning, uh, just playing uh, Knights of the Rabbit, also a great game. And um, Sherlock Holmes games that, uh, apart from the first, line, the first one that I mentioned that I didn't enjoy that much, I really loved all of the other ones. Uh, and I'm talking about the, the new Sherlock Holmes games by uh, Frogwares, not not the old ones. Um, I haven't played the haven't played the old ones, so they might be uh, very good as well. I'm not saying anything um, about them, but uh, like uh, well, uh, Testament Sherlock Holmes came out uh, last year. Um, I really enjoyed playing it. Uh, Sherlock Holmes versus Jack the Ripper, uh, another great game, as well as the the Awakened. Um, and I also am a huge fan of the, the Nancy Drew games. Um, the great thing about them, there are almost 30 games in the series now. I think that the last one uh, that came out in October was uh, the, the 29th installment of the, in the, in the uh, series. Um, wow. So yeah, they released, uh, they released two games uh, a year and most of them are really good. Um, some of the classic games that I really like, like Sanitarium, um, Sanitarium, however you say it. Um, and just to mention a few free games that are really good. I love the um, Five Days of Stranger and uh, Seven Days of Skeptic, you know, series by um, oh, his name. Um, Wow, I can't remember his name now. Um, ben, Ben uh, Yati, um, yeah, by Yati. Yeah, yeah, you you, you watch him zero punctuation. Yeah, yeah, uh, occasionally. Um, and he's he's brilliant. I watch him every week. It's every Wednesday. Yeah, so so if you're interested in his work, you can check out his games. Like I said, uh, Five Days of Stranger, uh, Seven Days of Skeptic. Um, Realby's Notes, my f- personal favorite in the series, and um, think, um, Six Days of Sacrifice. Those are all the games in the series. And he also made a few other games that I haven't had the chance to play yet. Um, and also, there are quite a few really good games developed by um, Indie Adventure Game Studio um, engine, uh, like um, I played one uh, called Eternally Us. It, it's the game is just um, so. Um, it's an amazing game, not very short, but a brilliant game. Um, just mentioning a few few free ones for those who might be, you know, might not be willing to, um, well, <laughs> you know. Pie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, The Last Express is another very interesting game. Um, they're different, um, but still a very fun game. I don't think that um, it's for everyone. Uh, those who love the, the horror games, uh, maybe uh, Scratches, that's a great game. Um, I don't know uh, what else to recommend. I love the... Yeah, there's quite a lot there to, yeah, to the play with. Games. I really love those. Um, so yeah, <laughs> there are quite a lot. Um, 
of them out there. You just have but to look for them. There's quite a big list. Yeah, but again, people, if you are in, if you want to like, even if even if you're not into adventure games and you want to start playing some, uh, there's plenty of material to work with on on the channel. She's done hundreds of these let's plays. There's no, not like, really hundreds, but too, about yeah. a hundred uh, now. About well, yeah. Oh, only a hundred. <laughs> only a hundred yeah. to work. Only a hundred. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's that's not really a big number considering there's like about an average of thirty parts per let's play or something like that. Uh, it's ridi that's ridiculous. Um, there's plenty to pl watch. Um, but yeah, um, hundreds and hundreds to play. If you're not, if if you just want something that makes you think, uh, try out an adventure game. And if you just want to sit back and actually listen to a good story, then there's plenty of games to sink your teeth into and just watch on the channel you just have to scout them out uh, if you want to play them yourself check out goodoldgames.com steam uh those are the best place to get them as of yet and of course you can probably get a lot of them secondhand on ebay and amazon as well um but yeah there's an awful lot to play with uh it's just it's just crazy uh, the the amount of games that are in the genre and of course if you've got an xbox you've got limbo there's the adventure it's not really a but it's it's not really a adventure game as such, but it's really atmospheric and stuff like that. But but yeah, there's hundreds. There's literally hundreds and hundreds of games to play. Yeah, thousands really. There are so many good good adventure games out there, and I I'm just scratching the surface here, really. Yeah, yeah, and you you've done probably a lot more videos on the on the genre than most. I, th I think it's fair to say. Well, there there are uh, a few over, other uh, really good channels on YouTube. Uh, that uh, play just adventure games. So you know, if you wanna want to, um, uh, well, um, if you want, uh, you can include a few few links uh, to the other. Uh, yes, of, yes, of yeah. course. Like any recommendations. Um, just looking at my subscriptions. Um, there's this guy from Brazil. He uploaded uh, like three thousand videos. Uh, ADV Reaper Forever. However, you uh, pronounce uh, his name. Um, he has uh, more than three thousand videos. Um, he mostly uh, he did a lot of these older adventure games as well as a few new games. Um, definitely a great source um, if you're interested in uh, finding something something new. Um, maybe um some of the last players uh he also uh he uploads without uh, videos without commentary so those who want to um maybe are interested in watching a, a let's play um yeah um just looking at uh, people i'm subscribed to um yeah her crabbiness uh she's my favorite let's player um, probably uh, who does only adventure games um, and a few others. Um, they are there. Um, a lot of people out there. They most of them did uh, the the older games, but you can also find the some of the newer games on their channel. So um, yeah, check them out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, for my recommendations, let me think. Um, buh, 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 buh. there's quite, there's quite a. F uh, I'm trying to think now. Let's have a look. Of mostly, um, I don't have a. I don't follow that many let's players to be fair. Um, the one that stands out the most, as I've said earlier, um, 
if you like your let's plays on advent not just advent he does other game types as well but he does a load of adventure games he's, he's covered indiana jones the fate of atlantis and um, whole bunch of other stuff in the adventure genre go check out metal canyon he's fantastic um, as i said before uh, I'm not sure where he's from. Um, maybe he's French, um, possibly, but he doesn't use he doesn't speak French. As, he, he uses um, English, which I think um, he doesn't use his native language. He, use, he, he uses English in his let's plays. You can tell he's not from England, but it's really interesting. He's really compelling to watch, and the way he plays games, he, it's really really cool. His commentaries are brilliant. Um, he's doing really well, actually. I think, but when, when I started following him, he wasn't that well known. But he's certainly gathering steam now i think he's got about twenty thousand subscribers i believe if last time i checked no sorry ten thousand yes he's, he's doing fairly well uh but uh he's doing quite a few adventure games uh and uh, he, his stuff's really really cool um go check him out if you're into let's plays um, and also someone uh, that's the, that's those the, who yeah. are interested in horror games uh cgu games he is definitely my favorite uh, horror games let's player uh, he only has uh, just um, about a thousand subs uh, at the moment, and it is a shame because I think he's a very, very good let's player, and I like um, his voice. Um, really, um, I don't know. And um, he mostly does uh, blind let's plays, so um, you know if that's something you you might find interesting, definitely go and check out his channel. Um, he also uploads uh, a bunch of uh, new uh, new indie horror games. Uh, most of them are free, so you know, um, also good good source to to discover new new games. Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the, the the blind let's plays tend to be more entertaining because, like, of course, they haven't played it. Their reactions are like genuine and like they're like on the spot, which is which is awesome. And another one, uh, one more I can really think of. Um, last one, probably that does let's plays and stuff like that. Uh, uh, Blonde guy gamer is is really good. He's do he, he does a lot of obscure, lesser known titles. So again, I like to watch people who like play games that maybe not many people have um, played before. Um, because it's it, of course like the the mainstream stuff is in interesting, but it's nice to. F not you know dig out like a g like an obscure gem and find out oh this is a really interesting game I'll go check it out I'll do maybe I'll do a let's play of it and um you you, you can get the influences a lot from these people but like blonde guy gamer is another one he does a lot of obscure stuff so it, he's another cool one to um check out and also um for everyone interested uh, also check out the um channels that uh, are on my channel as recommended uh, so. Your Gibbs, for example, he does a lot of um, casual games, but also occasionally some uh, adventure games, uh, as well as shooters and, and something like that. But he mostly does casual games, so um, he he does um, he only makes uh, blind let's plays. Um, so those who are interested in blind let's plays definitely check out his his channel. And you know there are so many other uh, really good ones. I don't usually follow the the big names um i tend to stick to small youtubers and i just um uh, yeah i think i think i'm exactly the same i don't find the appeal of the big massive channels who make loads of money off you, you know like, you, you can't escape I, I love minecraft don't get me wrong but um 
There's, it's, it's become exploited to the point where, like, you know, where people monetize it all the time, and it's not really that compelling to watch anymore because it's just, it's, 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 it's saturated with the game. Sadly, it's become, it's become a victim of its own success. And yeah, I like, I like people who not are not le- less well known, I suppose, and I like to give them support and shout outs because I think they're more down to earth. Um, uh, compared to like the big shot partners, um, but uh, that's my personal opinion. I think. Um, so yeah, we've been recording for nearly yeah. two hours. Uh, I think I think that's uh, we'll wrap this podcast up. Unless you've got anything else to add uh, to that, uh, I, I don't think I've got anything else to ask. Really, I think I've asked everything I've got to say. Really, we've had a good podcast, a really good podcast. Yeah, it was really fun. Um... And this this is the this is practically the first podcast you like first time you've used English in a long time, to, especially over Skype, which is crazy. Uh, well, it, it's been uh, a while since I had a chance to talk um, for extended period of time in any language other than my <laughs> native language. So, um, and also I was uh, a bit nervous in the beginning, uh, not uh, well because um, this is a new thing for me, uh, just recording uh, myself talking. Um, I'm a, like I said, not really that confident, um, and um, it, it's been fun. I have to say, um, something that I would, something that I would love to do again, if unless um, you know, if, if there's a reason to to record something again, I would be, um, I would really love to. Um. Please do a voiceover, Lex. <laughs> that, that's not very likely. <laughs> no. No, I, I, I'm afraid. Come on, <laughs> just do one. Just, just one. Monkey Island 3, do one, do, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, like I said, maybe uh, with someone else. Um, <laughs> that could be fun. Yeah, even something like that. Even, even something like that, like a double person Let's Play, like where you got two perspectives, um, uh, which is really awesome. But uh, yeah, please do something like that. That would be awesome. Uh, that's from a fan. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for joining my podcast. I'm really glad you've enjoyed it. You've had a chance to practice. Uh, I suppose, if, would you say you were rusty? You've done really well. We had no language barrier problems at all. Uh, it's gone smoothly, really well. Uh, thank you very much for joining me on my podcast. Uh, I'm not sure who I'm going to get on episode eight. I might be. I've spoken to a couple of people. I've only, but only you and somebody else has gotten back to me. Um, Glenn Plant. We're trying to get him on next time. I think he'll be the next uh, person. It, it will be in January though, when he's got some free time. Uh, he said to me, "Try and get back to him in January and see if we can get him on the show." Uh, there's a few other people I want to actually get on the channel as well. But, uh, of course, this has been uh, me, and that was Adventure Game Fan number eight. Do check out her channel to, if you into your Let's Plays. Uh, sorry, walk walkthroughs and Let's Plays and stuff. Go check them out. They are awesome. They're, she's got loads and loads of content, thousands of hours of content to sink your teeth into. Um, tons of content. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, and I'm glad you've enjoyed uh, listening to me rant and ask you questions for, t- for a couple of hours. Uh, it's been an absolute joy recording this, and hopefully you guys um, definitely check out, of course, all the recommended channels that she's just given us. As I say, when this is actually available on YouTube and Blip, I'll try and make as many as the links uh, available in the description as possible. So there's plenty of e- extra content you can check out on the interwebs. But this has been a really fun podcast. Thank you very much for joining me once again. Um, we'll leave it at two hours. Yeah. We, can, we can talk for hours and hours and hours. Thank you very much for joining me. 
I will see you guys next time.